0: Ladies and gentlemen welcome to the shipwreck show my name is shipwreck and i will be your hostess with the mostest and tonight we've got party of logic from the great state of iowa yay it's where legends live that's what i'm telling people
1: i uh, guess what's coming here tomorrow what are we most well known for in the summer
0: corn bugs murder <laughs> hornets
1: mosquitoes okay no but what what event what bike ride
0: oh brag ride that started in the town that i used to live in about 30 miles from here.
1: Yeah, it's coming. It's uh, their overnight stay is in our town tomorrow night.
0: Oh, yeah. It started in Sargent Bluff, Iowa. That's where we used to live before we moved to Cowtown. And my kid works at a pizza joint there still. And so he's been at work like the whole weekend because that's the only place open for them to eat because it's a town of all thousand people. It's crazy. They get pretty crazy during Rag Bread.
1: Oh, it's nutso. like we're super yeah. excited. Like 20,000 people come to each town. It's insane. So yep. I'm super excited. Last uh, We had it eight years ago and we had, oh my God, I'm going to totally blank his name. Who's the um, heavy metal guy that always wears the scarf on his head? Um, oh, from the 80s? Yes.
0: Yes, I know who you're talking to. I can see him. Um, he had like That's, he had that. he in that
1: band. Yeah, and he had that reality TV show where like, he tried yes. to find love. Um oh my gosh. Uh, I can see him. Somebody might be able to in. write it. Like somebody yeah, might be able to
0: eyeliner.
1: I always thought maybe he was balding because he needed roses. No, no, no. Um oh my Come gosh. On, anyway, he was what well, he was our headliner last time. And this time we have um a guy, we have sugar ray. Um my hello oh. on my and then um we have a guy from uh is the Eagles? I think he's coming. Um so yeah, I'm super excited. We have to put my husband and I are in charge tonight and tomorrow morning to put out 110 signs out, 10 miles in. 10 miles out coming into town and then tomorrow we're working the beer tent. So yeah, it's insane.
0: You got all, you got all involved. It's Brett Michaels, Jeannie for the Thank win. Thank
1: you. I knew somebody Brett would Michaels. get it. I knew somebody yes. would get it. Yes. Brett Michaels Poison. was here last time.
0: Yeah, it was, it yeah. was
1: amazing. We did a really good job and I'm just hoping that it all goes well. Cause things could go wrong, right? Like mm-hmm. in the eighties, I think we hosted it and like a whole bunch of people's bikes got stolen and there was a lot of huh. like vandalism and fights. And so things could certainly go wrong when you have 20,000 people enter a town. And if for, for locals and, and, and tourists. So like, I yep. just, you just pray that everything goes well, like it did last time and, yep. and we're able to host, you know, do a really good job. So they, have um, you ever ridden they, it? Have you ever done it yourself?
0: No, no, <laughs> no, I run. I don't ride bike. Like I'm, I'm a runner. I run. Places. But it's not a rate. Like, I mean, there's
1: some people that are super serious and get up and early and do it, but somebody said it's yeah. like, they call it conversation pace. So like people just, I know I like that uh-huh. like, conversation <laughs> pace. <laughs> I like how they said that, where it's just like, you don't really have to train. You just have to buy, ride your bike like twice a week just to get your butt in shape. It's not about yeah. your legs and your and cardiovascular. It's just to make sure your butt isn't sore so the next day when you get on your bike, you're not like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to do this.
0: Have you ridden it before? I like. I feel like you sleep in a tent on the ground on top of it. So that's not something
1: I'm, I cannot, I don't, f- <laughs> so yeah. I, I love outdoors. I love myself some outdoors, but I am yeah. not a camper. I'm and so we just texted our friends that we go to college. So my husband, we've traveled with these two two other couples and they played college football together. My husband and his two O linemen that he played college ball with. And we they're they're the I'm the only ones who did not go to college with them. And we tra- we went to Louisville this um mm-hmm. this last month and last year we went to St. Louis anyway. And so I said, How about next year we do Rag Because one of them has a camper and I could camp in a camper, but I'm not
0: now I have a yeah. camper. Like we should ride next year like no could you ride. could do
1: yes that's what i'm saying and you could do this you could totally like and do videos and like i think okay by the way i have to say this because this just happened today yeah. i was in jordan creek mall today and somebody stopped me and said you're party of logic you're on Sootalk. oh my god
0: you got recognized
1: <laughs> when- i did at a dollar store <laughs> <laughs> now I get recognized in Mason. I get recognized in my town all the time. Like people will scream out their window. They're like, party logic. I love you. Ah. You're all good. Hobby lobby. They're like, party logic. I love you. But I've never been stopped. Like, well, I've been, people said, Hey, were you, I was in, I was in Gulf Shores, Alabama last year. And somebody said, were you at the docks and in, in Gulf Shores today? And I'm like, I was. And they're like, Oh, we saw you. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, why didn't you say something? So I've been told, asked, were you at the mega mall or the mall of America today? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I saw you. And I'm like, okay. But this is the first time somebody actually said, Hey, you're, you know, so-and-so party logic on TikTok. And she was super, she was fantastic. She, her, she, her, she actually asked if she could take a picture with me. Her son oh
0: my took God. a picture. It
1: was super sweet. I, mean, I, I, at my office, somebody has, had just walked in and said, um, Hey, I'm coming through town from Des Moines. I'm going to a concert in Minneapolis. I, you're one of my favorite people on TikTok. Can I have a picture with you? And that was really sweet. But, and I actually, one I, of my clients, I, I just sold a house to is from uh, They bought a house in my town, but they said they used me because they saw me on, uh, on TikTok.
0: Uh, yeah, I could like I could see something like that happening, but like to be randomly like see like, no, that has never happened.
1: Well, it happens ever. to like those big creators, right? Like conservative, conservative aunt like Anthony. Yeah, like, and like, who he's have, on, like, like Newsmax. Right. Like, on, like he's on, on the news. news right. Yeah. And like people like Elise Myers or people that are like have millions of people. Like, every time I get to a certain point, like, I when I got to 100,000, I knew I'd get banned. That's when I got banned the first time. Mm-hmm. And now, right now, I'm being shadow banned really bad. Like, I actually put myself on private settings last week because all of a sudden, I wasn't, like, there was nothing. Like, I wasn't getting mm-hmm. any views. And again, I don't do this, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I do not do this for clout. I don't do this for views. I, I do this to get my voice out so other people don't feel alone because I was in a really dark place, like... A year and a half ago during COVID where I felt like I didn't have any power and I felt like the powers that be had way too much control and the voices like our voices were not being heard and I'm like okay I'm not okay with this and I just started to say a few things on TikTok and people started listening and I'm like okay good yeah. and I literally the only reason I keep talking is because I get these messages as I'm sure you do like thank you you're 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 the reason why where I live. And so that's the Mm -hmm. only reason why I still do this. So, and we, you you know, I mean, we certainly have gotten hate for it, but I think (laughs) you're my personality. Yeah. You know, my personality, I can, I can handle it. I've really, I've gotten to a place where I really don't care the names you call me because at this point, as soon as you call me a name, you've lost the debate. Like you've, uh, you have no other like arguments to stand on and all these names, racist, transphobic, homophobic, they've actually lost their meaning. And as far as being offended, I don't care anymore. I don't care if you're offended. Mm-hmm. It does not. That's not my problem anymore. I saw, do you remember, um, like last year I saw a video of a woman who was confronting a person who was, um, a biological man dressed as a woman trying to use a restroom. And she was at some sort of sporting event and she's like, we do not feel comfortable using the restroom and he was being really vile. It was literally a man. He had done nothing else, but was he wearing a skirt? And she's like, we don't feel comfortable using the restroom. And he was really And I had, I thought she was just a regular person, but come to find right. out she she's from England. She had a really beautiful accent. She had a podcast. Well, I saw a TikTok video of her yesterday. She was doing a podcast and the police were at her door and she went and, and, and she came back and was talking about it in our podcast. And she was, she apparently was talking about pedophiles and the policeman said somebody had been listening and they were offended by what you were saying about pedophiles. And she's like, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I can't talk negatively about pedophiles.
0: Well, that's that's the thing, though. Then like, that's kind of the thing right now. That's that's where everybody's afraid that the social like the societal, the social standards, that's where all that's going to is they're trying to normalize that kind of behavior as more of like a mental illness or um, something that should be protected protected almost or not not stigmatized I guess is more right. the word I'm looking for right they, they want to take away the stigmatization of of pedophilia and they want those people to be more accepted uh, accepted into society and that's the big concern and that's where like the LGBT uh community comes in at too because a lot of the stuff that you're seeing with the drag queens and all of that stuff are a part of, so then their community is getting drugged through the mud where you got, you know, just your normal gay people who just want to live their normal gay life and not wanting anything to do with your children. Keep us out of it. Yeah, correct. Are, are being drugged through the mud as well. But that's, I see this, there's a lady on TikTok. That's her content. Like at first I thought, I thought, geez, this has got to be something like you're getting paid or some kind of view thing, or you're just trying to like a polar, you're trying to just be polarizing. Uh, but she has been on TikTok. She has like, all these followers, but her whole content, she's like a therapist. Her whole content is is trying to normalize and to help people understand that just because someone's born a pedophile does not make them a child molester. And just because somebody is a child molester does not mean that they are a pedophile. And any um, really quick, you guys, before we continue on, obviously they all know and you know now we were banned last week. Anything, any topic or anything that is discussed on the show is of our opinion only. Um, And should not be taken as fact. If you have any questions to further any of the research or anything that we've talked about, uh, we encourage you to go do your own research and then to make your own decisions. We are not doctors. We are not uh, politicians. We are not anything like that. We just run a podcast. um, So take it with grains of salt. Um, But that's her whole content. And that's where I think we come up with like Joe Biden, right? So the diary, uh, his, his his daughter's diary, that came out as fact. It's her diary. She wrote about inappropriate showers with her father. Okay, and now we've got the cell phone, right, where you've got Hunter Biden, who has been photographed with what appear to be very young um, women, escorts, uh, and some, there's some trafficking stuff in there. And nobody's, they're not condemning it. I actually see some people on TikTok uh, and Twitter um, oh, kind of standing up for him, saying, well, you know, he was really high, and you don't know what you're doing when you're really high. They're actually trying to condone the actions that he took um, as a treatable addiction. Yeah, this is what this lady on TikTok does. It's insane to me. And that's that's her content. That's all she talks about.
1: Well, and this and this and this person who's doing the podcast, she was like, she said to the officer, she's like, wait a second. She goes, two things. Did you listen to what I said on the podcast? And the officer's mm-hmm. like, no. She's like, so you just, somebody said they were offended by what I said, and you're just going to come like, fought, like. Maybe you should also before you do anything, <laughs> mm-hmm. find out what I said first. Second of all, so now you're going to go somewhere because somebody's offended? Like that is? She goes like, is that is that against the wall? The the the, the, uh, the law? Is mm-hmm. that hate speech? So if I say something negative about a pedophile, that's hate speech. Is that is that what you're saying? She's like, I don't understand how that's against the law. Saying what something did they negative. say? I don't even know what she said. That was just like it was like a, a sixty-second video. So I don't even know what she said. But I'm like, are we? This is going back to like being offended. Like, I've never like, I I don't understand like like that, that one guy. I, I don't agree with him, but he was like he t- said something about abortionists being um pro-abortion people being fat and ugly, and he and somebody confronted. Him oh, and it was saying,
0: Matt Matt Gates. Yeah,
1: I don't know how to say his mm-hmm. last name. And she goes, don't you think that's, that's offensive to people? And he goes, I don't care, be offended. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And I've kind of gotten to that point. Cause there's another gentleman who's a speaker who said that he goes, be offended. I don't, I don't really, at this point I've lost caring that you're offended anymore. Like being offended, like, like for example, people for like being blonde, I'm a natural blonde people Mm -hmm. constantly, my whole life have given me blonde jokes. I, if I'm offended, I'm offended. I'm not going to do anything about it. Like I'm not, right. I mean, sometimes I'm like, all right. Cause there's a guy that i remember being at Hobby Lobby a couple of weeks ago. And some guys like, Hey, it's okay if I tell you a blonde joke. And I'm like, I mean, I've heard them all. Like
0: <laughs> I never you know,
1: get those. I get them all the time. And I, and the thing is like, they're not, they're always degrading. They're always talking about how stupid bonds are like, they're never funny to me, especially somebody who's blonde. So like, I don't, so, but I've never like, that's my, if I'm offended by that, that's my issue. Like I've never understood, like, so you're offended. What do you, okay. And by the way, anybody could be offended by anything. This is getting, it's getting ridiculous because now because you're getting so easily offended by things, the things that we should actually that are offensive are not getting the air that they are getting. And the people that are being truly offensive, the people that are being Mm -hmm. truly offensive are going to be able to be that way because you've made everything. You've said everything is offensive. It's kind of like calling everything racist. You've called so much racist, so many things racist, so many people racist, that now when there actually is true racism and true people that are racist, you're not going to get any airtime for these people and the people that should be punished and the things that shouldn't be said, it doesn't matter anymore because you've called so many things racist.
0: It's, right, and it's lost its, it's like, meaning. It, it has. It's. It's. I've been called so many. I've been called so many things. But I, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I'm not going to come out here and intentionally offend you. We're intentionally hurting right. your feelings. I'm not going to go on any right. kind of personal attack. Correct. But if if you know, as as we come into election season and we start to go through all of this stuff, and and if you're like what Matt Gates said, I mean, I thought it was funny. And my humor's not probably like other people's humor I laugh at all kinds of and I don't don't easily
1: get offended right so and I don't I don't
0: get offended by any I don't get offended by a lot like it takes quite a bit to offend me to a point where I feel like I need to do something about it and but again that always had to do with me though right like and I think that's that's part of this we got a whole nation full of of people who are mentally uh ill I maybe I had a lot of mental health issues and all of a sudden everybody's offended and we have to we have to have elections based on how people are like just today, Kamala Harris, she had this big meeting and the first thing she did was announce her pronouns and announce, like, because she's afraid of offending. I don't even know. I don't even know what the hell the meeting was about. It was something about um, people with disabilities and like the disabilities act. And so she's like, and so for the people who were hard of hearing in the room, she's like, I am wearing a blue dress and it almost felt. <laughs> As an else just felt well, kind of, I'm like, Look, if I were, if I were disabled at this point in my life, like I would be able to work around, you wouldn't need to explain to me what right. color dress you're wearing. I don't fucking right. care. Right. Talk to me about what you plan on. Like, are we going to put some more spots out here because I can't get into the store? Right. You know, right. like, I don't care right. what dress you're wearing. Right. your pronouns are. Kelly Smith, thank you so much. We love your face. Thank you.
1: I think that, so a couple, a couple of things. So I think yes. we had a, um. One of my husband's, um, one of his old football players came by, he works with college students and, the ath- and and, um, athletes. And we were talking about just like people being easily offended or, um, people's anxiety levels being so high and so many people being on mentally ill and on medication. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, you see student athletes who, you know, are very competitive, obviously they're the best of the best in their sport. What do you think? And he said, and this, I think this is very interesting is people's temperature gauge is way off. From compared to people in the 40s and the 60s and the 80s, their temperature gauge of what is offensive, what is what, their stress level, what is stressful. This is not stressful. You know, kids going to war in World War II and knowing that they the chances of them coming back either injured or dead is very high compared to, I'm really hurt because you use the wrong pronoun. Like yeah. your temperature gauge of what is really hard in life is totally out of whack. Like we got to think about how hard your life really is. And so I think, and it was really interesting for he, to hear him who he's dealing with college, the best of the best athletes. And he said the majority of them are on antidepressant or anxiety medication. So what he, caused what do you think caused a lot of that? And like I think a whole
0: little generation before. Right. Us, and I think us. he
1: thinks that we've raised kids that their temperature gauge is completely off. We have taken care of problems for kids at a very young age and they don't know how to deal when things come their way, they don't know how to deal with life. I was going to do a whole video on it and I just haven't. We've done a detriment to them as parents, not letting them deal with shit that comes their way. I'm sorry. Life is unfair to everybody in different ways. Life shit happens and Mm -hmm. we've got to show our kids how to deal with stuff when it comes their way and taking care of it. Like my, my son just today on the way from Des Moines, we drove. had had him drive home on the interstate, and he's 16. I have friends that have never let their kids at 19 years old
0: drive on the interstate. I'm sorry. Oh, what? Snap. We're all interstate here. Like he didn't, have, our oldest didn't have a choice. Like what you're, you're doing, get to work, discer- you're, drive the interstate. Right.
1: you're doing a disservice to your child. And listen, he got upset at me and I got upset at him. And there were some terse words going back. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, you're getting too close to that semi or Oh my. And he got, he's like, mom, stop yelling at me. And I said, listen, and I, we literally had this conversation. I go, you've got to get used to somebody raising their voice at you. I'm your mom. Like mm-hmm. you're on, you play football. Like you've got to get used to somebody getting a little, I said, tert, but I don't know if you understood what I meant. Like, a little. <laughs> it's got to get a little tense. Yeah. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm like, I've yelled at him before. Oh my gosh, I'm not that sugar-coated parent. Right. I mean, right. but I'm like, you can't deal with your mom yelling at you a little bit. I wasn't even yelling. And the car, I'm like, whoa, 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 because he kept getting, t- he didn't like when you're in the right lane and the car's passing you. He would get a little to the right because he didn't like the car being close. So you'd, you'd get to the shoulder a little and you'd go, you know, and I'm like, bro, Yeah, the stop. rumble strips. Yes. Like, I go, uh, I'm going to yep. charge you a dollar for every time we hit one of those sticks. <laughs> Give me that dollar. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm going to start charging you a dollar. And so anyway, um, I go, you've got, so again, I think that we've, we've done a disservice and I'm not saying I've been a perfect parent by any means, but compared to like, I mean, I came home, I remember in fifth grade, you had, if, if school got, got let out early because of weather, because of, because we're in Iowa, because of a blizzard, Mm -hmm. you had to, your parents had to write, I'm going to be on the computer now, but in a piece of paper in the eighties, how you were going to get home was you're going to go ride the bus or your parents going to pick you up. My mom wrote that I'd walk home. We walked home
0: too. My kids walk
1: home. (laughs) But I'm saying like school got out early because there was a blizzard. My mom said the way she would get home is walk. (laughs) 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 This is this. So I think that we have really done a disservice to our children because we've made them soft. We as parents and a society and a society have made our kids soft. We've we've. Yeah.
0: I think the society hasn't helped out at all. But so I'm going to go back to kind of yeah. what you were talking about for. So that's our kids. So we got our kids and we're, we're generation X, which means we were raised by boomers. Okay. My, my boomer parents were the same way. Like my first, uh, the first car I ever fucking owned was a stick shift. And I had to learn to drive it in a blizzard in the middle of South Dakota on a no maintenance road. Like that's how I learned to drive because my dad was like, well, this is as bad as it's going to get Sarah. And I'm like, oh, thanks dad. You know, we didn't die. It was fine. But so that's how we were raised, right? So as I'm coming into a parent, I am very aware of how traumatic some of that stuff was. And so I am trying not to be that traumatic with my kids where I'm like, but you didn't turn out bad. So maybe but we I didn't should be dicks, but did it, but, but did it cause me issues later in like, and I'm, I'm just, I'm not on that's mm. one scenario, but it, d- right. did it cause, so did right. we sway so far to the other side? I don't right. think I'm raising my kids like that. Like they, have to do their own shit. I'm not here to entertain them. I'm not. They are very. I'm not. I'm not cold about it. Like, right. but I'm like, I'm. I'm not. It's not my job to be your friend. Go play. I, right. <laughs> I got nothing for you. But did we raise? Like, did we, did we go so far to the other side? Maybe because right. we're all kind of now that we're coming into parents, we we all have so many male health issues, and it's all kind of a lot of it might be stemming from the way that we were. So like generational curses, the way that we were raised. But right. maybe we just took it a little too far and we patted right. our kids.
1: Maybe, maybe. I, I, I think that, um, we definitely, and I, obviously we haven't had to deal with a lot of like war we had in a society. Right. Like we just haven't had to deal with as much stuff as like generations before us have. And I know there's that quote, I'm not going to get it right, but talking about how like tough times, you know, deal, you know, you, you create tough people, you know, in mm-hmm. weak times. But, um, I have to say that. So I, yeah. Last night, I had this conversation with my husband. I said, I wanted to talk to you about this. Yeah. I said, I looked at, I looked at my husband and I go, I, I, I think I'm hitting a wall. And he goes, what do you mean? And I go, I, I just... I can't with like these masks and these talking about like monks, monkey monkeypox and the vaccine anymore. And he goes, What do you mean you're hitting a wall? And he's like, I've already, I felt like you've hit a wall for two years. And I'm like, oh, He's like, Why now? Cause I, cause right. like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you're just, I, well, it's just this constant. And he's like, just... what, And what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do about it? And I said, I don't know. I just am so, I'm getting like so, I've always, I mean, obviously, cause I've, my, we talked about this and um, on my TikToks and da da da, but like, I go. I don't know. I'm getting like to a point where I'm getting like super frustrated. I mean, I've already been frustrated. I've already been angry, but I'm getting like really, really angry. And he goes, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Why now?" And I said, "Well, now they're talking about in some school districts that some some school districts going to have to wear masks in the fall." And I'm like, "It's two years now. We've been doing this for two years." And he goes, "But in Iowa, have you heard in people in Iowa?" And I said. No. And he goes, well, thank God. I go, I know. But again, just because it's not happening in our neighborhood doesn't mean I can't be, I feel feel awful. I can't believe. And he goes, I go, listen, I thought in spring of 2020, that fall of 2020, we'd be over with, it'd be over Mm -hmm. with, you know, so like to say that we're still here. I said in Flint, Michigan, it's safe to drink the water but the kids are gonna have to wear a mask in the fall. So it's not safe to breathe fresh air. Like I can't believe we're here. And I said, and now they're talking about monkeypox and there's hundreds of people lining up for the vaccine. I go, I just, I just am hitting a wall. And I said, and him and I just went to Vegas a couple of weeks ago. And I said, going to Vegas did not help me actually. And he goes, why? And I said, because there were freaking masks everywhere. And of all places, if you are gonna go on vacation, again, spend your money wherever you wanna spend your money. If you're afraid of COVID, why the would you go to Vegas? Mm-hmm. If it, I I was so I'm not telling. I was shocked with how many masks were in Vegas. I of all the one of my friends when I was telling him the story, he goes, "Yeah, because everything's been licked in Vegas." He goes, "Of
0: all yeah. places, like and everything's been like diddled what? on and like." Oh my god! I went to Vegas. I didn't touch anything. Oh my god! Just Money, walk around chips, like, this. like yeah, homeless. Ah.
1: Like it's so. <laughs> dirty of all places. I was shocked. I'm not kidding you looking around. I'm like, mm-hmm. why would you, if you're afraid of COVID, the mask, whatever double masks. I'm like, why are you oh. here? Why are you here? So, and my husband said, why are you? What? Why, why? He's like, listen, you've always said, you know, your body, your choice people, you know, they can, if they want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Why, why are you, does it upset you that people wear masks? I said, you know what it is? Because it's a visual to me of how stupid people are. It's a visual to me <laughs> <laughs> of how easily manipulated and duped people are because Fauci and the CDC have already come out and said that they don't work. It's theatrical. Mm-hmm. It's, it's they, they're And, and, and the only things that work actually are M95 or n M95s, N95. So like, and that's not what they're wearing. So like, mm-hmm. and some of them are wearing them here. And I'm like, I just, to me, it's a visual of how easily, how disappointed I was in the American population. Right. Um, You're not, you're not really angry. It's, it's, it's disappointing. It's sad. Oh, I am. sad. I am so over it. Like I can't even, I can't, I am, I can't. And he said that he said that I should maybe get off of social media, then get off of TikTok, get off of. And I go, it doesn't really matter because look, like I went to Vegas. I went on a trip and people I'm not kidding you. We were at the pool and people came to the pool with them on. And the only thing I could think of, honestly, is a lot of these people, because there's a lot of tourists from not America there. Right. So when people travel. I mean, there's a lot of people from around the world that are gonna come to America and they wanna go to like LA, New York, Vegas. They wanna go to like these iconic America places, right? And I think there's a right. lot of a lot of places outside of America that are still very COVID conscious, COVID scared. So they're gonna like, right? They're gonna come, they're gonna wear masks. So I can right. that's the only thing. I mean, obviously there's some Americans that are wearing masks, but you're gonna come to the pool in Vegas and wear a mask. I just
0: And swim in the water that everybody probably pees in.
1: Oh. Oh,
0: yeah, I, uh, person, I, I just want to
1: go up to them and I want to say, I am I just want to have a conversation. This is not, contro- I, I'm not trying to be, I just want to, psychologically, I just want to say, can we just have a conversation? Not, not, I don't want to like be mean. I literally want to have a conversation and say, hey, where are we at with this? At, yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Well, I think, I think a lot of it too is some people, it's so, especially when you start talking about New York and like when I went to New Mexico, cause we, Iowa, we didn't do the mass thing. We did it for what? Two weeks. I never did it, but we did it for two ish weeks, three ish weeks. And then it was, I don't see a ton. I went to Des Moines, which was disappointing, but other than that, I haven't really seen it. <laughs> but I went to New Mexico. I was going to ask you about Des Moines. too. don't let me forget. Uh, Iowa I to city. Mexico. Just stay away from
1: Iowa city. Then
0: I was in a, yeah, Iowa city was just as bad. Like I caught something. I don't know what it was probably COVID. Uh, it was during the Omnicron variant. Like, and I got sick. I was in Iowa City when I got sick, sicker than shit. And I was terrified, terrified to go down to the hotel lobby and get medicine because I was like sick. I looked like I had a fever. Mm. I just finished a podcast, I'm sicker than shit. I was terrified because I'm like, God, they're going to call somebody. They're right. Call people. Like, right. so I, I didn't <laughs> I just stayed in my room the rest of the weekend. I didn't leave. But I go to New Mexico and they're all still masked up. They're all. But I think it's so especially in those blue states like it because it, they say when you repeated something over and, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, eventually it just right. stays kind of like if you get up in the morning and the first thing you do is you put on your wedding rings. Let's say you take them off at night. That's the first like it's almost automatic now. So people have them hanging by the door. Right. They don't even think about it and, right. and they just put it on. Right. And they don't, there's no thought process behind it at, at all. I think it was like an MK Ultra thing. It's just like the modern version of MK Ultra. They tricked people, and now people are like mentally cannot not wear a mask.
1: Well, no, it's true because I, so I just find it f- fascinating psychological wise because. I was sitting at the airport in Minnesota, which Minnesota is a very blue state or Minneapolis mm-hmm. is, you know, so I'm sitting there and there wasn't a ton of people wearing masks in the, in the airport, but I'm sitting at a gate. And as these people are coming off the, the airplane, most of them, a mass majority of them are wearing a mask. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, where are they coming from? I'm assuming it mm-hmm. must be someplace that is like super conservative. So I just, I, I just, I said, Hey, Hey, as a guy is coming off, I try to find a friendly person. I said, where are you guys coming from? And the guy goes. Chicago and I go oh Uh, well that's
0: That's right I was like oh beer
1: butyl juice like that totally makes sense that and the funny thing is the people at the gate that were sitting for that plane to exit so they could get on was people hardly anybody had a mask on and they were from they were boarding the plane to go to Dallas Texas which is (laughs) right and hardly anybody had so again. It's like who you're psychologically, what you've been told, who you've been surrounding yourself with. Like it's a, to me like a big, huge psychological experiment.
0: Yes, the whole thing was like this big, thing. huge psychological experiment, and I right. feel like we were the winners. Uh, like, Iowa. We won. Well,
1: well not Iowa. People, yeah, just
0: people people who just didn't. didn't I, I fall really for feel it. like yeah, yeah, we're the winner. Like we're. I watched this video um, a couple of days ago where the guy was like, and they were reading a letter from a lady in Australia. And she's like, she used to be the other way of it. She had the mask mm-hmm. and the vaccine. She was talking about it. She was like, and then she had this epiphany, this moment of clarity. And she's like, you know who the real, she's like, the real winners are the people who didn't fall for this. The real winners, the real brave people, the courageous people are the ones that started to speak up. And we, us, you know, us vaxxers, we went at them and we went at them hard and we called them all kinds of names. And we, you know, and she the whole le- the video is really good. I should go find it again. Yeah. But she's like, We those people, those people that stood up, those people that did not comply, those were the real courageous ones, those were the real heroes of the pandemic. Because now it's all kind of uh coming to pass at the seams. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of things there was a lot of misinformation. Because
1: it would have been easier to, to just wear a mask and do this. It would have would have been absolutely. To do that. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I don't understand about when they say and I did a video about this in my original and my original um when I had my original one when it was 100,000 mm-hmm. was when they call us a cult and I'm like I don't think you understand again it's all about projection, right? Right. That's when I talked about this when somebody is usually so hateful and angry at you they're projecting what actually they're they're about and what they're they, what they Correct. think. When you say we're a cult, how how when whenever the free thinkers The ones who want to be free and want everyone else to do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You literally have a uniform. You literally are injecting yourself into something. We want people to do whatever they want to do. Mm -hmm. So how are, how, I don't understand. I honestly, and this is not me being a Republican, a conservative. This is me being just like, honestly, I'm trying to figure out how is some, how is the group, the one that wants everyone to do whatever they want to do, the cult. Like I, Mm -hmm. I don't even ever, I can't even wrap my brain around and they keep saying like Trump is the cult leader. How can, how can Trump be the cult leader when he doesn't have a platform, when he can't speak on any social media, he can't Mm -hmm. be on Facebook. He can't be on Twitter. He can't be on TikTok. Like again, we don't have a leader. We are all just free thinkers saying our own opinion and supporting people for what they want to do and living their life. Mm -hmm.
0: How I don't, (laughs) I I never got it. Well, this go, but it goes back to the offended, right? Like, I think there was some psychological stuff to that, too, because you're not only offending people, but you are literally not even attacking, but you are questioning like their authority. Like, I I don't know how to explain it, but I can feel I can almost feel it. Like when, when somebody sees that or feels that they're just like, how dare like, how dare how dare you question what I know? Like, how dare you question what I believe? And. But you're right, it's this cult mentality, but then they they do they project it back on us, and they called us. I got the the cult thing. I never got that either. So I, so I, I have
1: another question. So mm-hmm. recently one of my closest friends, I've known her since childhood. She lives in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. She's Minnesota. a huge liberal. What Minnesota? Minnesota. Oh, um, Yeah. <laughs> um she um there's certain words that is I what I say, it's very Minnesotas. Um she love her we have a great time with her we just don't usually talk about politics like she literally picked us up when we landed um because we were on a cruise in 2020 when this whole thing went down and when she picked me up from the, from the airport she was like oh my god covid and i'm like eh, it's fine everything will be fine, mm-hmm. it's fine. <laughs> but anyway i'm like, we're fine, I'm fine. It's, it's not gonna be a big deal she's like oh but italy and i'm like it's fine it's fine um but anyway so I wanted her to come down to see us before the summer's over with, to, to enjoy the summer, to see her family and our family. And I said, Hey, the summer's ending. We need to get together. And I, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I just got back from a work trip though. And three days after I landed, I tested positive for COVID and I was confused because, <laughs> because you, she works from home. Her husband what? works from home and her kids aren't in school. So why would you go get tested? I don't. Did you ask her?
0: No, I, why? We, don't this, we don't I really gotta talk. know this answer from people like I know, I I'm going to have this.
1: I am going to have this conversation in person. I don't want it to go over text because things can get really ugly. And her and I are really good friends and I don't want.
0: I get it. I've already lost a lot of
1: friends. So when we are yeah. together, I'm going to be like, listen, I, I want to have this conversation. Like why? Because I know what she's going to say. This is what she's going to say because she's so COVID scared because both her kids are vaccinated and they're under, they're under 16. She's going to, cause I, I did have that conversation with her. I said, why did you get your kids vaccinated? Because, cause she had to sign that the, it was a, um, experiment. She had to sign that they were part of a, you know, and she said, because her dad was a doctor and that her dad always said that you don't like for these things to work, you have to have like experience, you have to have trials, you have to have experiments. And I'm like, so you're willing. <laughs> and I said to her, I was on the phone with her. I said, so you're willing to have your kids be an experiment. You're willing to put your kids health at risk. So anyway, um, but what did she, she say? She said, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think I'm putting them at risk. Right. I, I listen, I, okay.
0: I get it. I, I I'm there. Like I, I got a friend like, that's the same way she's anti everything, but sure did vaccinate her kids.
1: Yeah. I, and, and her kid, one of her kids got a placebo. One of her kids did not actually get the vaccine because you had to like, okay. um, yeah. Cause you got weeks later after it. And one of them did, but anyway, got the actually got the vaccine. But I said, uh, so I said to her, um, and again, I, I, I know what she's going to say. I, if I, when I ask her, she's going to say, well, if I, because I said to her, so what were your symptoms? Because I, right, now, I did say this. I said, so what are your symptoms? Because I've heard right now, pretty much COVID at this point is just a, basically a cold. And mm-hmm. she said, yeah, I'm just really congested. And I thought, so you're congested. And that was enough for you to go get tested for COVID is not what I'm thinking in my head, right? Mm-hmm. So I know what she's going to say, and I will report back to you when we get together. She's going to say... <laughs> that she's going to say, well, if I had COVID, I wouldn't want to be around um, in the grocery store around other people. Or if I had COVID, I didn't want my kids to be around somebody's um, parents who might be immune compromised or, you know, they're going to say this. But again, two things. One, at this point, COVID is a cold. It's just a cold. It's a cold. It's cold. The second thing is what I'm confused on about the tests is from what I understand, these tests are testing for coronavirus not ninja omicron all these variants they're testing right. for coronavirus and corona a cold is a coronavirus so right. you're not testing positive for covid so i'm really sick and tired of people saying i tested positive for covid you tested positive for a coronavirus which could be a multitude of illnesses so
0: i but we we've, we've been saying this because that's been the test from the get-go from the get-go right and we've been saying this from like there was an article that came out in the New York Times that talked about how they how the tests work and they were and I'm like corona like a, I had heard of coronavirus before and I was like because that's what it is it's like the the it's your congestion it's it, it's a cold and there's lots of right. different variations to it correct it's like it's right so if and having Heather hit it on the head here in the comments she said if you're sick stay home anyways and that's kind of my right. ment- that's always been my mentality like if you don't feel good just stay home like I, and right. I never understood the testing I never understood why you would go out of your house when you were sick as a dog and line up with a right. hundred other people um all like with you know within a few feet of each other all wearing masks to get tested for something that they're gonna tell you to you know go home and like i i never i never i understand that covid kid could, could get real bad but like so could the flu and so could a cold a cold can spread to your lungs and call pneumonia you know cause pneumonia right. if it's not um rectified if you don't get enough rest or whatever but right the testing is is one of the very first things that we started coming out against way in the beginning it was like mm-hmm. if you want this to stop stop getting tested ever the drop of a hat stop taking your kids to get tested because they woke up and they coughed like cuz i was and i wasn't just seeing it like in the people that were i was seeing like on tiktok you know all these people that were against like the covid stuff the mandates but then as soon as they felt a little ill they went and they got tested they spent they did the exact thing that right and i'm here for it if you're scared absolutely go get tested but like then I don't want to hear, you know, they're going to, man. they they were mandating things based off of these test results. So they were closing businesses based off of how many positive tests that we had. Right. They were, right. you know, so that's, you know, you're, you're not helping the situation any by going to get tested. If you're not, if you're super sick, yeah, go get tested. Like if you are going to go to the hospital, you can't breathe, go. But if right. you just got the sniffles, like go to bed. Like well, right. was,
1: like for her, I'm like, okay, so you're sick, then stay home. And then, mm-hmm. if your kids get sick, have them stay home. Like I don't if whether you knew or not that you had COVID, you would have done the same thing. So I don't understand what COVID does. Like again, because you stay at home, you're, you stay, you work from home. Your husband works from home, and that's what happened to us at, over winter. We all got sick, and we all stayed home because my husband's a teacher, and he was off of work anyway. And so were my kids. And so when people says say to you say to me have you tested positive for COVID? No, because I've never tested for COVID. Have right. I had COVID? I don't know probably. I've had colds several times in the last two years. Now, actually, I know I had COVID because my husband tested in August or September of 2020. And he tested positive because he's a teacher and it was in the thick of COVID. And then Mm -hmm. all of us were sick at the same time. We all lost our taste and smell. So I know I did because of that, but I never had Mm -hmm. a positive test. So Mm -hmm. do I know that I have COVID? Probably not to some of the people because they only think that you had it if you had a positive test. Right. But I'm right. never, ever going to get tested ever. I will never be one of those numbers. that will never use it. I'm again, I'm, te- I'm, a- I'm
0: terrified. Like I'm terrified to do anything now. Like I don't want my information nope. freaking anywhere right no. now. I don't want to get tested for COVID. I don't want to get tested for cancer. I don't want to get a pap smear. Like I don't, I don't want to go anywhere near the medical community right now. Oh this my gosh. Thing- right. You know what I want yeah. to do
1: differently. I don't know if you and I talked about this, What's so, up? cause ours was so early on in the whole mix of 2020 and this is a whole other story. It'll take too long, but it was, there was a lot of drama that went down when we tested positive. Cause my husband was the football head football is the head football coach for, so was a, right. there was a lot of drama, but anyway, he tested positive, but none of us went in to get tested and our County health called my phone number, which I don't know how they got my phone number, but I'm sure they could find it, whatever. If I would have done it different, if I would, if, if I knew then what I knew now, I never would have answered that phone call. I just would have never, if they left messages, I would just never have answered it because I could have just had plausible de- deniability. Like, oh, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't get your phone call. I did. I would mm-hmm. just led living my life because my daughter who people think, oh, she's the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Listen, I was not, I might be who I am now. I was not like that at 20 years old. This girl when, when County health called her, our County health called her, I don't know how they got her number. I have no idea right. how they got her number. Cause she's not right. like in a business like I am. Like, I don't know how they got her number, but they said, Hey, your father tested positive. And she, she was a, she, were, she went to college at our community college. She's like, you can't go to college. She's like, no, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> they go, <laughs> no. She's like, I didn't test positive. They're like, well, you live with somebody who tested positive. She's like, I don't care. I'm going to keep going to college. And they were like no, you can't go to college. She's like, no, I'm going to keep going. Like,
0: <laughs> she did, what, did, 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 did they do anything?
1: Well, then the college called and said, we heard you tested positive. And she's like, I'm not sure how you know that. Because isn't that HIPAA? She goes, I don't know how you know that information. I have not told anybody. My dad, I, my dad hasn't told anybody. So how do you know that my dad has COVID? Right. Like, that's illegal for you to know that. I'm not sure who told you that. So, I I think there were a lot of things. Like, I'm assuming that because of emergency, whatever, like that they were able to break rules. Because, and again, once you start call, saying that you can break rules during an emergency, you're going to say everything's an emergency so you can break rules. So, I'm assuming Sarah Gorda County Health, I don't even know how she, they found out she was a college student. Like, I mean, there's just so many things that I'm like, there just seems like so many rules broken and so many freedoms and like, It just seems so wrong. But anyway, she was doing everything from, um, they didn't know this. Sarah go to county health didn't know this, but she was doing everything from online anyway. She was just being, she was just being pissy. She was just like, F you, you know, like you can't do this. (laughs) Right. She was doing everything from her computer. She was like, I'm not going to campus anyway, but I'm going to, you can't tell me what to do. So she was like, no, I'm going to keep going to campus every day. You can't tell me what to do. (laughs) And so, um, But yeah, and so she just stopped answering the phone whenever the county health called. And I so anyway, I I wish I had done that. I wish I had never answered the phone call. But no, it got really ugly because there was the the, the whole. I I did did a TikTok about it before I was like TikTok famous. Before I -hmm. when I had like five thousand, and if I was if I could do the video now, what happened? Because there was this whole drama with there was a coach on our team on my husband's staff. He's no longer there. So I can really talk about it. That interviewed at the same time my husband did and didn't get the job. Therefore was very upset. My husband got it and did not want my husband to be the head coach. So he did everything he could do to make my husband's life miserable. So that whole, when my husband got COVID, he did everything to make sure our family was miserable. And so my husband tested positive on Monday and we all went to my son's football game on Monday. My husband drove in his car and sat in the parking lot and watched my my son play. And yeah. this football coach called county health and the police and said that my husband was outside Shut the up. house watching. Yeah, yeah.
0: Did they come to your house? Like, what happened?
1: Um, county health oh called God. the next. The yeah, drama. yeah. County health called the next day and said that you know blah blah blah. And then they said that. And then um, and the whole, there's so many. There, there was there was several things that happened even before that. There was they, they said that County Health said that some they somebody called and said they saw us on Snapchat together because I did a video because my husband had COVID and we were still hanging out with him, but he was supposed to be in his room, you know. Right. And and then at one point, weeks later, when everything was fine, we were at that. This is great. You're gonna love this. We were at. <laughs> I wish I had this on video. We were at the last football game. Well, it wasn't if we won the football game, we were going to go the next round of the playoffs. Right. And right. we were not supposed to win. And we won. And I'm sitting in the visitor section. And I'm with my friend, it's Adam and Shannon. And we are doing the fight song. And I'm like this. And people are exiting. And there are a couple rows down. There's this older couple that's crossing in front of me. And I'm, we're clapping, sing the fight song. And this couple looks up at me. And this older lady with a mask on and a hat goes, shh. And I really? and my friend Adam goes, Did you just get shushed? And I go, They were sitting with like in our section. Like, are they our t- part of our? T- like, why would somebody shush me while we're singing the fight song after we just won this huge like game? Now right. we're going to the state playoffs. Like, this is so weird. And we were all like, Well, that was weird. That was weird. So we're leaving and we go to the other side. I have to go to the bathroom, and there's that couple again. And I said to my friend Adam and Shannon, I go, Oh, Adam goes, there's that couple. And I said, I'm going to go ask her why she shushed me. And he goes, we we joke about this to this day. We use this line all the time. He goes, I don't know why you wouldn't. And I go, no, I'm just <laughs> going to use. And he goes, I think you should. So I go, I'm going to. So I go up to her and I go, I go, hey, I go, hey, um, why did you shush me? And she goes, oh, and I go, I don't, I don't. I go, are you, um, are you Mohawk? Because that's who we are. Are you
0: because that's who oh. we are.
1: That's oh, who we, no, no, no. That's who we were. Now, that's a whole other story. Because now we're the River Hawks because Mohawk is appropriation. Now, we had to actually right. literally change our, we literally had to change our name. But anyway, I said, are you Mason City? Are you Mohawk? And she goes, oh, Abby. And I was like, she knows who I, I go, because they had hats on and, and, and then right. masks on. So I was like, and none, of, none of us were wearing masks. We're outside. And I go, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. Like, why would you? And she goes, we're so-and-so's parents. The head, the other football coach that won my husband. (gasps) Right. Right. That was his parents? His parents. And I was like, I go, okay, but we just won to go to the state playoffs. Why would you shush me while I was singing the fight song? She goes, oh, uh, shush And she walked away and I turned around and looked at my friend, Adam and Shannon, and they were like doubled over laughing so hard. And I go, do you know who that was? And he goes, hold on. He goes, listen, when I encouraged you to go over there, I had no idea it was going to be that good. He goes, I don't know what conversation you just had, but she didn't do this to you once. She did this to you several times. And he goes, who was that bitch? And I go, that was so-and-so's mom. He's like, no way. So here's the deal. I had no idea why she shushed me. I still was like confused by it. Right. A month later, my husband had exit interviews with all his coaches, just like, how did the season go? Like, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so he finally had a, 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 an exit, like, what should we do next year? What did we do? Well, what did we do? he had an individual one with each coach. He said to this coach, he said, this is totally off topic, obviously, we're not even talking about this, but this is gossip. Okay. He goes, he said to this coach did you know what your mom did to my wife at this game and he goes yeah but did you know what your wife said and he goes what do you mean he goes you're gonna die i i did not even put two and two together he goes when we won the football game she looked around because i had friends we were sitting with all the other people in our our you know our our, our fans right and i said okay do we know anybody that's COVID? who has COVID, we can go lick so-and-so's doorknobs, the team that we're going to play for the next round. And we can, whoever has active COVID, let's go lick the doorknobs of the other opposing teams, like doorknobs and get them sick. So they can't play. Oh my God. it was freaking joking. I was was like, and he goes, and you don't, he goes, and you don't joke about COVID. Oh, and that's why she was mad. Now let's be clear. She was mad that her husband, her son didn't get the head football coaching job. Right. Like, that's why she was mad. But I, I was like, I go, oh, my God. Like in here, let's go back to like joking and being offended. Right. And we could talk about the right. whole Dave Chappelle of Minneapolis and the trans the community. Let's all one of the things I think that we've lost is our sense of humor, I like
0: freaking literally absolutely everything has to be so serious now if you don't like
1: like it don't watch it if you don't like it don't laugh about it if you don't like it turn the channel like like the dave Chappelle thing i don't know if you watched his his Mm -hmm. his whole show when like so when he made fun of the trans community he made fun of everybody. He made fun of blacks, whites, straights. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, it's kind of like family guy in South park. There's nobody that's safe. Right. And I love that. I love it. Like when it's just equal opportunity, make fun of everybody. The joke he made about trans is that trans, the trans community can't take a joke. That's his whole thing with spiel was that trans community can't take a joke. And now they're only proving.
0: (laughs) I don't I didn't even see it. Oh yeah. They, they're trying do? to
1: cancel Dave Chappelle. The trans community is. And I'm like, oh my God, he's just literally, you're giving him more fodder. You can't take, hes you're proving him right. You guys can't fucking take a joke. Everybody else is like, nobody else is upset. Everybody else is bu- the butt of his joke. Everybody, but you right. can't take the joke and you're literally proving him right. Like, can we just all go back to just laughing about stuff? And if you don't like it, just don't. Like
0: everybody gets wildly, wildly butt hurt. And, but then that's fine. Like, it's fine to have this butt hurt social, whatever thing. The problem with the butt hurtness is it's starting to make real life decisions that affect everybody else's life. Right. So, let me go back to like Kamala Harris. Right. That whole thing was just ridiculous. Like, nobody cares what your pronouns are. We want to talk about what you plan. Like, in the elections as a whole, right? right. There's so much pandering. To this, this butt hurtness, this, you know, um, like the he, hers, the he, hims. Like, so you're in Iowa. Unity Point is our medical system out here in in the great state of Iowa. And they came out with this whole thing about how you're not allowed to use like moms or dads anymore. It has to be like parental figures or caregivers. You're not supposed to call people by he's or hers. It's supposed to be them or they's or, and there's this whole page flyer and they're like we're accepting to everybody you're not supposed to use words like miss or misses or mister uh it's you're supposed to like it's like the they them or the, it's the prone. they want you to be inclusive but here's the problem the problem with unity health is that their overall care as a whole is trash like their their beds i mean everything that's trash they've got they lose more patients than they save and you can go to like their google site and it's the reviews are just shit like the people getting really bad treatment from these places that are owned and operated by unity point. But they're out here and they want to, you know, but they're going to be inclusive and they're going to do this because right. they don't want to hurt people's feelings when they really should be focused on maybe right. taking care of some of the issues that they have in right. terms of, of you know, patient care.
1: That's actually a really, I think you should do a whole video. That is actually really interesting because basically what Kamal is doing is by saying, Doing all these things, right? Like doing the pronouns and this is like, look at me, look how good of a person I am. I'm, and so people see that, and that's all smoke and mirrors, right? Because really, what, what is, right? What are you actually doing? What's the thick of it? What is actually the meat? right? What is not the mm-hmm. dressing? What is the meat of what you're doing? You're not actually showing us anything. And same thing with the, that hospital. Do, this is all just like smoke and mirrors. Like what is actually, and it's only hiding what the, and so you're not actually addressing any of the actual problems. Cause I would, I would like to ask somebody like who was really a fans of Kamala and, 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 and Biden. What have they done? Like, okay, so yeah, you, what you they like done? that that you think that they support your community. You think they support what you support, whether it's you know pro abortion or whatever it, it, policy it is. But what have they actually done besides talk? Right before besides say that they support you. What are some of the actions that they've actually done? I mean,
0: there isn't any. Everybody's right. everybody's. They changed the definition of, of recession. So the Biden administration came out yesterday and and had told everybody they were asked during a press conference if the American people should brace for a recession, if they should start preparing for a recession. In my opinion, we're already in a recession, but that's not here or there. If we should brace for something, you know, and he came out and he said, no, we're not in a recession. And they must've known this question was gonna come because two days prior, they had gone in and changed the um, the definition of recession. And right at the top, it says, most people think that a recession is this, this, and this, But in actuality, here's what it is. But they just changed it two days ago. So now they can come out and they can say, well, we're not in a recession. We're not going into a recession because what's happening right now doesn't fit. So it's it's. I mean, it's just it's they're not doing anything. They're gonna. People are we're going into a recession. People are going to lose their homes. People are hungry. People are, you know, right. Right. Heather, we saw I saw that. Thank you so much, Heather. We love your face. Thank you for being here. Big hugs. Yes, Mia. So
1: to, to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole, which I have not sure. done at all. I see it on TikTok. I've seen videos. I've seen comments, but I have not gone down this. I don't know if you have at all. What do you think about midterms? And some people say that they're possibly might do like some sort of environmental, like emergency state of emergency, like with the environment so people won't go outside. Or there's going to be another huge variant, COVID. That's why people are starting to wear masks again. So then there will be excuse of having to do more voter mail- mail-in. People won't go out and vote. Like, have you, I mean, about a conspiracy, like, have you thought about this at all?
0: So I got a couple things. Okay. Um, the, the the farthest one out there, but actually the one that makes the most sense right now, based off of some of the things that we've seen and some of the things that the uh, Congress and the administration has done, uh, is 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 aliens. And I am not even kidding. I'm, they had a whole congressional <laughs> hearing about it two months ago where what? they wanted to remove the stigmatization around unidentified aerial phenomena. They changed the UFO to unidentified unidentified aerial phenomena uh, in order to remove the stigma, the conspiracy theory stigma around it so that military personnel felt more comfortable reporting um, different things that they would see while they were either in the sky or while they were out doing their trainings or whatever um, and making sure that they knew that They were absolutely 100 percent to report anything that they had experienced when it came to unidentified aerial phenomena. The reason that they had said then uh, that they were so concerned about it is because they have concerns that the Russian government uh, could potentially be using unidentified aerial phenomena technology or alien technology or technology that they had received from outer space, from aliens, from intelligent life uh, to weaponize it and use it against the Americans. It's interesting that they did this whole hearing about it for like an hour and a half. I sat and watched the whole damn thing and I could not believe there weren't more people talking about it, but there weren't. Um, so they did that. And then just a little bit ago, what else did I see? I saw something else here too. Hold on. They came out and yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to go. I did a TikTok on it too. Um, I forget what it was now. I did a TikTok. Oh, here it is. The U.S. Department of Defense opens a new office about unidentified anomalous phenomena across space, air, and maritime domains. So they opened up, the 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 DOD had opened up a whole new branch or a whole new portion of the government, a whole new office uh, in order to, like, watch a lot of these different unidentified aerial and, and phenomena and stuff in the water and stuff. I think, you know, and it's it sounds crazy as shit. It does, because how many years now you'd be thinking those people out there, the aliens? That's all conspiracy theory in Antarctica and that one place out there they were gonna um, take over. But they, I mean, they're coming out and they're doing this. Um, It 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 fueled a ton of fires, a ton of rumors when it comes to like an alien, an alien invasion, right? Right. I, I think if we're gonna go there, but my so that's one. But my personal, probably my more logical opinion about what the midterms is going to be, you're going to see a lot of the fear mongering stuff. Obviously, we see the monkey pox thing. They don't have enough vaccines for everybody for monkeypox, So they're only requiring monkeypox vaccines for people, men specifically who sleep with other men. Um, you're going to see a lot of that. You're going to see a lot of probably more racial divide, maybe a little bit. But I think you're going to see a lot of it. But I think if the midterms go the way that they're projected to go, which is a red wave, which is Republicans taking uh, back the Senate, back the house. You are going to see some very, very serious conversations about the 25th amendment um, Mm -hmm. and overturning uh, the Biden administration and everybody in it. Um, We talked about Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Her husband just scored another few billion dollars now on the stock market. um, And they're trying to say that uh, he just got lucky Um, He didn't. He's got insider trading and I think they know it. They know it. They have to know it because we know it at this point. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of things start to change immediately after the November election because we're finally going to have the power uh, to be able to make those changes Um, as far as big things happening so that the November elections don't happen. I don't think you're looking at another virus. I really do think if something major is going to happen, you are seeing. Threats of an alien attack or New York was warning its people on how to survive a nuclear fallout. I,
1: I saw, saw I saw something like, zombie something. I was like, yep. I was like, what? 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 Like <laughs> legit I, shit. I know. And, and, legit, and I, uh, I know it's been an hour, but you and I haven't even talked about the whole BLM riot up in Minnesota at the um, apartment complex where that woman was doing. You know what I'm talking about? Oh,
0: I think I saw a TikTok. She's like her son. So they, BLM had a big march and then her son wasn't he murdered? or? No, no. This is this one result? where
1: the woman was um, shot at. Her and her two kids were shot at by her boyfriend and then she called the police and then the police came and tried to talk the, the shooter down for six hours and finally he they shot him and killed him and mm-hmm. then she came to her apartment complex with her kids in the car to get her stuff and BLM was there and she was like what are you doing here? Like Why Uh, are you here? And they were like, she goes, he shot at me and my children. This is not the right. This is not what you should protest. Like, this is not this is not the same thing as it's George Floyd. Like, he shot at me and my kids. Like, what are you doing? And they were like, well, you're alive, aren't you? And I was like, wasn't it a bunch
0: of like big, fat white women, too?
1: I don't know. I only saw her like I only saw her by the car. And I was like, I cannot. And then you and I haven't talked about the whole mall shooting in Indiana because I had a friend that was actually in the mall at, when it happened, and he's actually, he's a concealing and carry, but he didn't have his gun at the time. But what I right. find really interesting about the mall thing is so many people that are like against the Second Amendment or just against guns in general, they're like, well, he shouldn't have had a gun as, as a gun-free zone. And I'm like, well, the shooter also shouldn't have had a gun then. <laughs> because that the was mall- the headlines.
0: The headlines everywhere about that was like, yeah, he saved all those people, but he broke the mall rules. So okay? did the shooter. I'm like, holy what? cannoli. <laughs> like and you can't tell press. me press what I would love to be on the view,
1: which I can't believe that show is still on, but what I would love to be any, the viewer, any show that was like talking against this amazing good Samaritan who shot mm-hmm. eight out of 10 by 40 yards. Like I can't, if you've ever been to shooting range, that's amazing. But he goes, the people are like, you're telling me that you'd rather of had him not there, this good Samaritan and have this person possibly shoot up to he had hundred rounds. So we could yeah. have shot up to 75 other people dead. You'd rather this good Samaritan not have been there or not have had a gun. Like, I don't even understand your like psychologically. And I, my husband and I talked about this today and he's like, well, in their eyes, they'd say we'd rather not the shooter not have been there at all because then the, you know, he, the guns wouldn't have been there. And I'm like, do, do they assume that people are not going to get guns at all? Like it just means that it just means that people will find them illegally, just like abortions. Right. You're going to make abortions illegal. Well, then people will still get them. You, you the, your arguments for like, when people say mm-hmm. you'll say the, the pro abortion will say, well, if you make abortions illegal, then they're, they'll just find abortion. The people will still have, have abortions. Right. And if you make guns illegal, people will still find guns. So mm-hmm. like bad guys will still find guns. So anyway, I, I the the whole gu- the whole the reason why they're not t- calling him a good Samaritan, the reason why they're not lifting this he- guy up as a hero is because it doesn't go with the narrative. But it is just yeah. I feel so bad for this guy because I'm sure in a moment he didn't think, oh, I probably shouldn't do this because I'm it's a gun free zone. And the public is going to be it's you know, the left is going to be angry at me for saving all these people's lives. That's not what he thought he was. He's mm-hmm. concealing and carry for these kind of moments. Right. To say to protect himself and who he's with and others. And he didn't even think in a moment's notice, you know, boom, 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 boom. Done. Right. Like, I just like, feel put so bad for him. In a
0: school. Like, His put, him in, put him in our school. We'll put right. him in our school. Like, we'll right. hire
1: him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, walk around. He's amazing. I just. Yeah. Anyway,
0: I, I can't wrap. Like, the arguments about the gun stuff is. And when I get I don't know, and like we talked about you mentioned Elise Myers and and can we went after some blue check marks i didn't go after them i stitched their videos and like one was scott d henry the other one was elise myers and both were about the roe versus wade being overturned and both had more to do with the fact that they were coming out and telling women the women of the three four five eight nine ten million women that follow them uh that they were going to die because doctors were going to not be able to do abortions on them in the event of a medical emergency and that is not the case in, in any of one of the 50 states that we have. None. none of It sucks because I
1: followed both of them until then. I did, I too. Pissed. They blocked
0: I me. I was pissed. These motherfuckers, both of them blocked me because both videos spun out. Like Scottie Henry's is sitting at like 173,000 views. Some ridiculous. Like, probably the most viewed video I got outside of the Russia one. And were and people, like, negative towards you? No. No, nope. but his people did come over because then two days later, my account's got a big fat warning on top of it. Mm-hmm. And I lost like seven videos. And I was like, "You," then you blocked me. And then he made more content because he was talking about how and this goes back to the hypocrisy. Right. So he was talking about he's like, I don't understand how these people with like rovers, they care so much about life now. But when the mass mandates were in place, they couldn't do the simplest thing and put their right.
1: mask... saw that. Like
0: you piece, you piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Like I saw you out there would talk. During the mask mandates, no mask on, hugging. Oh, I was, I was mad, but I didn't come at him mad. I came at him in more of like a dude, like this wasn't it. Like I'm, he followed, like I was a big fan. He was one of the first big deal people that followed me too. Right, right. Huge fan. And then I was like, you know what? I'm done. And then he's like, I'm going to give up my guns. And he said, another video is going to give up all his guns in order to save children. My (laughs) guy, those bad guys with guns are still going to come and get your children. Right. That's going to do nothing. it's going to do nothing. nothing. Now nothing. you've got nothing to defend yourself. Right. And bless it yeah. be. I had to they both, yeah, they both blocked me. I, I responded to Elise Myers too because she came out saying the same damn thing. But based on her content and the nature of her content and the nature of her age, like how many of those people that are in a bad place because she's positive, peace, love, and light, right? You follow right. people like that to feel better. Right we're products of abortion or products of beds. And she's like, right. no child should have to go through this. We should just abort them. I'm like, you know, I, wow. Like I'm not, you don't like, this is again, I just don't think people think she'd ended up taking her video down. I wondered
1: because I never saw it originally. And then I saw other yeah. things and then I thought, and then I went to her thing and I never saw it. And I'm like, where is it? Like I, okay. We I did people- our video.
0: It, it sat at a hundred thousand views. And then uh, the next day I went and checked and she had taken it down. She had uh, okay. and she blocked. She blocked me, too. But oh, well, you saw it. Like, be nice. Be more open. I'm open to all of it. Like, right. I don't think that the government should finagle in your uterus at all. No, I don't think that that should happen at all. But unfortunately, this decision had to be made because we got people out here who are like all proud of it and made T-shirts and like have marches. And one lady like aborted her baby on New York. Cat was telling me about it. She took a, a morning after pill. Then went to a march, and and like had the effect right there on in New York, like right, right there on the road, right. And and like throwing and like going to going to these judges' houses, calling right. them the end with the hard work then you know, with the hard R. like. Right. What, got, like the crazy came out. No. Y'all are
1: nuts. And I said that, nuts. I said, the reason why, the reason why we're here, it's so funny is because you guys went too far. Like the, the pendulum, it was, you know, the pendulum was like here and you went so far that we had to be like, mm-hmm. okay, we can't do this anymore. You guys all, y'all went too far and now we have to correct this thing. Like mm-hmm. you're, we're here because of you like Mm -hmm. legit you did this right like Like, you didn't didn't have to go here it didn't have to go here like you you're only you have yourself to blame like
0: (laughs) yep if you i'm not saying if you had an abortion i'm not saying be ashamed of you made the and and i'm not saying it's wrong either
1: right i'm
0: saying that because all of a sudden we felt the need to like propagandize it and 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 like create fairs and marches around it Right. Like that's a problem because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you side you're on. It's still a life. It just is. That's not going to change. That's right. science. You could even tell me, come at me about science. Fucking A Johnson. He, her, him. Right. This is science. Right. Life right. begins at, at the heartbeat. That's a life. It's a cat's life. It's a dog's life. Right. Um, One of my best friends who was the light in this world, the product of rape, but she went dark. I don't think enough people thought about that. I had somebody brought it up to me and I'd made a video about it. Because I don't think people had thought about that. People didn't think about the people who are productive rape. People who didn't think about who who survived abortion and, and then went on to live beautiful, fantastic lives. Right. And I'm not saying that they had to think about those people, but the like Elise Myers, I bet dollars to donuts, a lot of those kind of people probably follow her. Probably no, not Scott yeah. D. Henry, because that dude's a piece of shit. So I did I said. a whole
1: like series of like Reason, like, I'm pro choice, but I believe in Mm -hmm. safe, legal, and rare. But the more I get older, and the more I see people that are getting the the far left, the the arguments that they say. So I did a series of okay, stop saying this, stop saying this, and like, Mm -hmm. stop saying if you don't have a uterus, you don't have a a vote, you don't have a say because you're fine if they're pro choice. You want them to use their voice if they're pro choice. You, You first and second of all, they had to get pregnant. You had to, the, the man had to be there. And then third of all, if you keep the child, they had to pay child support. So stop saying if they don't have a uterus, they don't get a voice. But the other thing, and one of the ones that got a lot of, of, of one of the other, in the series of things you have to stop saying is about the foster system and, and then the kids who grew up, who are in poverty, because you're saying the people that are in foster care are in poverty, that they shouldn't have been alive that if they're in right. foster care or in poverty they were better off if their parents would have aborted them. You realize how right. many, like you're telling these kids who are hearing this they shouldn't be alive. Like and I've seen people do TikToks who are in foster care who are a product of foster care or product my husband my son my husband grew up in poverty. Are you saying that he shouldn't be be alive? Like right. My children wouldn't be alive. I mean, I mean, like, do you I don't even really do you realize the words that are coming out of your mouth? Like,
0: I don't think they, they get so wrapped up in the idea of of being like a social justice warrior. And this goes with the race. This goes with Roe versus it goes with anything. Right. They get so wrapped up in the idea of being a social justice warrior that they, they the logicalness, their, their ability to think logically is just lost and it gets worse when these blue checkmark big TikTok folk oh, come out here and they spew garbage, right? That was my problem with both of them too, was that the garbage that they were spewing was completely inaccurate. It just wasn't accurate. Nobody's gonna die. Nobody's gonna die because they have a medical emergency while they're pregnant and if that, if to save their life, they have to have an abortion, there's not a doctor out there that's not gonna perform that. And if there is, then maybe they should not be a doctor. You can't make that kind of decision I don't want you anywhere near me when my emergency happens. Like, fuck. Like, do right. we save her leg or do we cut it off? Are we gonna right. I, just, you know? I think um, the
1: hard time of having like, I think. So I have a I have a twenty year old and I have two teenage boys, I have twenty year old daughter and two teenage boys. The, the and I know that I'm getting to the age where I'm like racking my day or like you know <laughs> like where I'm like well, what? And I was your age. Yeah, and I, I'm getting yeah. a little confused on. I think the part. I think the missing link, honestly and maybe every generation says this, but I honestly think the missing link, and it sounds super cliche and super simple, but I think it's true, is responsibility and accountability. Because here's the deal. Back in my generation, we used birth control, right? So I was on the pill or condoms or diaphragms, and now there's even more right with those rings
0: too right the abstinence rings like oh yeah but like
1: now there's like that stuff like i don't know it's like there's a thing that you can put in your arm and there's like this Mm -hmm. tea thing that you can put in in your there's so much more now that's available in 2022 than there even was in the 90s so like there really isn't and plan b the reason why it's called plan b is because your plan a didn't work but the reason why the problem is people are using plan b As their plan A, because they didn't have a plan A. They didn't use a condom. They didn't use any other birth control. Honestly, I'm I'm dead serious. I know this as a fact because of my daughter's friends and my and my people I'm related to. They literally used nothing else and then they used plan B the next day. So it's called plan B though, because your plan A didn't work, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm confused on why people are still getting pregnant. Now, no, don't get me wrong. I understand there's rape molestation and um, incest. And I actually understand that some birth control fails, right? I understand what condoms mm-hmm. break, people forget. But the majority of times, the the reason why people get pregnant is by accident because they just forgot. They just mm-hmm. didn't want to use it. The amount of people that I know this now as a fact, people that have been using birth control, now we're having a hard time finding it because all of a sudden people are like, oh shit, I need to use birth control now because abortions may not be legal. And I'm like, holy crap, there, there's women right now who are having a hard time finding birth control pills in some states, in
0: mm-hmm. some
1: pharmacies. I'm like, wait, no, you should have been using this all along, people. Like, I don't understand. So again, going back to my original, like back in my day, I'm like, I don't understand, like, yeah, exactly, Scott. Abortion is not, this is this is why I've gotten a little more pro-life than pro-abortion. Because I don't believe, because I have always, I said this in some of you, I don't know if you've seen it. I feel like there should be three categories pro-life, pro-choice, pro-abortion. And what you're hearing right now with the loudest is the pro-abortion. And pro-choice actually used to be called pro-abortion, but it sounded so bad, semantics again, they started calling it pro-choice. But they're not pro-choice because a lot of these people that are pro-abortion don't even want these crisis pregnancy centers, which is like Elizabeth Warren. She can go F herself because yeah, I, saw she that. is she is yep. evil. These crisis pregnancy centers, when they always talk about, this is one of my other ones, they always talk about the pro-lifers not being okay. They're, they're, not, um, they're not there to help the people the babies after. Where are they? Where are they after the babies are born? Like they don't care about the babies after they're born. These crisis pregnancy centers that literally have closets and rooms full of formula, diapers, clothing for kids after they're born. They're, mm-hmm. they're there for women to support them during their pregnancy and after the, pre- after the babies are born. And now Elizabeth Warren wants these gone. Like that's not pro-choice, that's pro-abortion, because you don't She's, you you don't want them to have a choice.
0: So we have, and I don't know, and I think they do in a lot of different states, but I know here in in the city that we live pretty close to, we've got a uh, like a Hope Haven box, like a, it's a box and it's a box outside the hospital. It's got cameras on it. It's heated, like it's 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 temperature controlled. So if you have a baby uh and you don't want that, like you have your baby at home or whatever, and you don't want that baby you can go and drop that baby or you can drop it off. And I want to say up to like six months, mm. you can put that baby in that control box. They There's a sensor on the pad that goes off that rings like an office that somebody sits in 24 hours and you can drop that baby off and no questions asked, no cameras, nobody knows who you are. doesn't matter. You were able to go and drop that child off and then walk away and, and you know, be done. And, right. and, they don't get you on child abandonment, nothing. As long as you, I don't want to say dispose, that sounds terrible. But as long as you, as you take it there, like if you are overwhelmed and you don't know what to like, right. you were able to go do that. And right. I know that there are a lot of places that, that offer that kind of thing as well. That's my problem with the abortion. There's so many other different options. Like there is, we can take the money that we used in all these stupid abortion centers where they primarily did abortions. They had to it because they're all closed now for those people that were arguing with me. They're like, well, they did a lot more than that. They must fucking not have because they closed the day that the freaking decision was overturned. They had to shut their doors. No, they didn't. If they were only
1: if only if the only 10 percent of what they did were abortions, then why did they close? Right. I completely agree with you.
0: Happy birthday today, Joette. I'm glad that your mom had to, too, because otherwise you wouldn't be here. It's good to see you. (laughs) But that's just it. And now, like you, these weren't private organizations. These were paid for by taxpayer dollars. And people and And volunteers. And volunteers, a lot right. of these taxpayers were state taxes. And so when it comes to, like, now the people who don't don't have a choice, Well, what about the people who didn't want to live in a state that supported abortion, who want, didn't want their tax dollars going towards abortion centers? Like, now they have a choice as well if they want to move. You know, now you right. have all these different choices, which is what you want. You're pro-choice. You have the right. choice to go and do what you want right. and live where you want. Right. Um, I I couldn't. I and I couldn't, I couldn't, and I couldn't wrap my head around how much fear porn was out there with this. I, I could not. They were like, we need to vote blue in 2022 if you want to save your bodies. Bitch, that ain't nothing, nothing. This is like that right there. That right there tells me everything I need to know. This was done on purpose to push an election to get more votes for a Democratic side. So that people and women could keep their rights. That's exactly why this was. But done again, when it was done.
1: And women empowerment, you know what's empowering? Taking over your body before you get pregnant.
0: Like Yes, not sleeping about with every Tom, and Harry.
1: Right. How about you control who comes in and out of your body to begin with and control God, birth amen. control? Like, like I don't understand. Like,
0: you get to control that.
1: Like, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. I. I
0: with that, my, ma- my ma'am, my lady, we're uh, we're over an hour. I don't even yeah. know where I'm going with this. We're over an hour. Do you want to leave everybody with a little something before we wrap this up? we got to oh book God, you again. You because- should
1: have told me something else. Like, I feel- <laughs> you should have given me a heads up on, on some sort of powerful words of wisdom. before. Shut I- your
0: legs, you whores. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm only kind of kidding for Christ's sake. So really no, honestly, my husband often says to me,
1: the reason why I chose party of logic is because my husband said, I try to apply logic where there isn't any when I'm trying to talk to somebody, like he's like, stop trying yeah. to apply logic where there isn't any. But I think that this, I think we need the people need to start using their voice a little bit more and, and don't be afraid to speak up. But I think there's more of us Um, We are not this. I think we need to stop being the silent majority and be the loud majority. So
0: I think we're getting there. I see a lot of people coming out their shells now. They just had enough. And so they're coming out. They're starting to do their thing. I agree with that. You guys, I love your faces. Thank you all so much for being here. We love your faces. Today is Tuesday. So tomorrow is Wednesday. We've got a change in the lineup for tomorrow. So normally on Wednesdays, we got Just Justin. We do uh, current events and all that jazz and fun stuff. But Just Justin is working this week, and so he will not be able to join us. So we are going to get a double dose of Bannon Shannon. So tomorrow night, we're going to have Bannon Shannon on. We're going to go through an in-depth look of dragons and probably why chickens are also dragons. I'm pretty sure that they are. I don't know if you know about this, but dragons are pretty neat. And I'm pretty sure chickens are dragons. But that's what we're going to go over tomorrow <laughs> night. Uh, so I hope to see you guys tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time with Bannon Shannon. I love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for deer. Bye, guys. <laughs>